0: Sandwiches. Crumbleances. No, right. Alright. Let's do this thing. I'm trying to amp you up with rap music, and then I was like, she doesn't like rap music. It's It's the new choice. I would rather listen
1: to rap than screamo, to be fair. Yeah. Screamo music is my ultimate, I can't stand.
0: But I had fun making chicken parmesan for you last night mm-hmm. while listening to Marilyn Manson like an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: that, because I was in the shower, so you partied hardy all on your lonesome, yeah. but dinner was tasty.
0: And I, I reversed it. You didn't come out to Marilyn Manson, because I was going to do this. I, I listened to the We Are Chaos, which is the this year's one, uh, which I, I quite enjoy. There's only like one song. I, I, the title song I don't like. Um, it's a little radio hit for the album. I don't enjoy that one. But then when I finished We Are Chaos, I went all the way back to the beginning. <laughs> the very first one. I can't remember which one it's either Smells Like Children or American Family.
1: I like the Halloween song he did.
0: <laughs> the remake of the... Yeah, the There's Halloween.
1: I do like that His one. His
0: voice works really well for that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a child's nightmare. Featuring Marilyn Manson. But yeah, I didn't bounce all the way back to the first album. I listened to Lunchbox, and then I turned it off.
1: Who were you listening to when I came out? I don't even Hannibal Burrows. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Because yeah, that's what we listened to while we were eating
0: That's how I live my life It's either, you know, metal or stand-up comedy Or Zim Zima <laughs> Or rap,
1: yeah. But no, it was good We uh, went to the bar for the first time We and... to do the intro Oh, well, who the fuck are you? I don't even Welcome know Welcome to the Nightmare Box
0: <laughs> Presenting Mistakes Were Made My name is Brett Bloom And I'm sitting across from the beautiful The effervescent The badass bitch Back in the gym Week 8 Kristen yeah. Bloom yeah. My wife, whom I love very, very much.
1: I love you very, very much more.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Lord <of> Jesus.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, I don't know why. Oh, yeah, because we had two days off in a row. I was like, I don't know why we decided to do that. Why did we decide that? Because <laughs> it was we, fun and spontaneous. Because <laughs> we never have two days off in a row. <laughs> so we, uh, there's a brewery right next to where we live. We decided we'd, uh, for the first time since the pandemic, go. Like, have a few drinks. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a fairly big place, and they've kind of shifted the tables around, so... Could kind of have a little bit of privacy which was nice and not like feel self-conscious that your neighbor's breathing yeah. the germs in your face well we had
0: to go see what was up because uh as of this recording it looks like joe biden is our president so, Yeah, you know, we live in montana which i don't know if you noticed when immediately red. so we were hoping or i was hoping you were fearing um uh, <laughs> crowds of throngs of trump supporters screaming at each other in the bar i
1: said you went to walmart and somebody was in a bulletproof vest yeah there's
0: a dude at the walmart fucking he's got a balaclava on on a green bulletproof vest a fucking side holster with a turquoise Glock <laughs> <laughs> got what? that
1: Tiffany's gun yeah
0: and it's not even like a good holster it's like a swing away you know like the fucking loop that goes over the top like the old school cop one that they used to have before they realized that was a really good way to get all your cop shot <laughs> and I was just sitting there going I wonder if I could just take his gun and like throw it down aisle five <laughs> like, I'm not going to shoot you with it but I just want to let you know how stupid you look right now <laughs> yeah. get a concealed license if you're going to carry mm-hmm. there's no need to open carry if this was last year and i saw you wearing a balaclava and a bulletproof vest carrying a pistol into a walmart i'd probably shank you in the parking lot because i'm not taking that risk remember when shootings were fun well, <laughs> to be fair he
1: was probably only wearing the face covering because he had to not because he wanted to yeah
0: but with this whole getup, i mean it was the balaclava where you just see the eyes It's pulled over and he's like walking next to his girlfriend who's like in her sweatpants i was like dude she's fucked if there's a shooting <laughs> why didn't you get her a bulletproof vest do you not love her <laughs> no
1: he doesn't he loves loves Trump, probably. Like, what, what
0: are you trying to prove? That you can get biscuits? with.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty, um, the city that we live in is a pretty blue city. Mm-hmm. but uh, And I think as far as the election went, Missoula went blue. But uh,
0: Ten minutes away from here, you can meet some old school Montanans. <laughs> it's a very
1: red state, so there are people driving around with their Trump flags waving on their trucks yeah. and all that jazz. So, yeah, I was kind of worried it was going to be tense. Mm-hmm. It was kind of tense um, at work, because I work with a lot of older people, and not to generalize, but that tends to be the demographic that's a bit more conservative. Um, It was a little bit tense at work, not the day of the election, but the day after when counts or votes were still being counted. Nobody knew yet. Like, everybody was kind of on edge that day. I was like, man, I really don't want to be here when they announce it. (laughs) So thankfully... They announced it Saturday morning. Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) And as of right now, uh, nobody really knows what's going to happen. We're all kind of waiting on something to rear its ugly head. I don't know what side it's going to come from, what form it's going to take, but this is 2020.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm just really I'm hoping 2021 will be better I, I feel like it has to be i don't it think it has to be I mean,
0: can you imagine a worse one just a wilder year than...
1: i don't know if the whole pandemic thing will end anytime soon but the year itself has to be better <laughs> <laughs> there's no way
0: they couldn't get any crazier today we lost alex trebek to yeah. prostate cancer
1: it's a bummer brett and i watch a lot of jeopardy yeah i do quite enjoy it
0: I wonder who's going to take over. Do you think somebody takes over Jeopardy, or do you just think it, it slowly fades away into the box office? Yeah. Or, I mean, box sets.
1: Yeah, I think they just do box sets of it. There's so many episodes you could just run reruns. If From the still, 70s and shit. Yeah. I mean, that's what they do on Netflix. They mm-hmm. just run reruns of it. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think for as long as he was the host, you can replace him. That's just disrespectful. Yeah.
0: Alex Trubeck.
1: So, whatever network does Jeopardy. You heard it here. It's disrespectful you better if you get replace get your shit him. together. It's disrespectful
0: if you Unless replace Unless you're going to replace him with Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> That's Morgan Freeman wants to do Jeopardy. The it's voice, again, the voice of Hollywood. God asking you trivia questions. <laughs> that would be kind of funny, though.
1: We watched uh, The Toys That Made Us, um, which is a documentary on Netflix the other day. They were speaking of voices, and... Uh, discovered that the guy who voice acts Optimus Prime also does Eeyore. Yeah,
0: I didn't know I was like, I'll
1: never be able to unhear that now (laughs) if I ever hear Transformers again. I'll be like, it's Eeyore.
0: Yeah, I like that little docuseries. Um, I think they started off with the third season. There's no way we completely missed the other two seasons when we watched the ones that we did before. And they just recently must have added one and two.
1: I feel like I vaguely remember we watched the third season because it was relevant to toys we had played with. That might be it. So I think we did actually skip it, because yeah. I was thinking that last night, and I remember us talking about the toys on the third season being toys we actually played with as kids. Yeah. Where the first one we watched last night was Star Trek toys, and neither of us played with Star Trek <laughs> toys. am not familiar
0: with Star Trek. All I can do is the Spock hands. We learned last night, Kristen can't do Spock hands.
1: With my left hand. <laughs> I, can, I can do it. It's hard for some reason, with my left hand, which yeah. is so bizarre, like... My ring finger and my middle finger want to, like, live together.
0: That's all I know. I know Spock hands. I know William Shatner was on it. And I I, I guessed Patrick Stewart's name. That's... To me. I was like, the dude in the wheelchair from X-Men! And then, like, 15 minutes you later, to call Patrick him, Stewart! You wanted to
1: call him Patrick Stewart? Patrick Swayze.
0: Swayze. Different guy. <laughs> I was like, nope. Patrick Stewart was not in Roadhouse. <laughs> it's a
1: fun little series, though, if you're looking for something that's, like... Entertaining, but also kind of dumb, but also kind of educational. There's also one called The Movies That Made Us. The
0: Movies That Made Us were really cool. Mm
1: -hmm. So yeah, uh, Toys That Made Us and Movies That Made Us. If you're Mm -hmm. looking for a time killer to get your mind off current events. (laughs) Because I get
0: get wound up. The way that I relax is with hyper-violent shit. So like occasionally we have to gift Kristen a Toys That Made Us night. Where we watch like (laughs) three episodes about toys and toy salesmen as opposed to drug runners and serial killers.
1: (laughs) We watched the Chappelle show. Oh, like the old show.
0: Yeah, that's back on Netflix, and I'm so fucking happy.
1: (laughs) We watched that the other night for like two or three hours in a row because... (laughs) Brett came home and was like, "Yeah, let's watch something about drugs." And I was like, "I don't want yeah. to." He's like, "What? Let's watch something about dead celebrities." I don't
0: want to. <laughs> Just like, how about Scientology? Scientology is not about death so much as it is about weird religions. And then I we was had the. Like, all of these are stressful. Chappelle Show. <laughs> what do you think of the Chappelle Show? Because you weren't a huge fan when it first came out, so you're almost seeing it with like. New eyes, in a way.
1: Yeah, and I've never not. Yeah, I can I,
0: quote like all the sketches from the first season.
1: <laughs> not that I think um, he's a bad comedian or anything. I don't mean it in that way. But I've never really been a fan of Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's just not really my sense of humor for the most part.
0: Smart um, and brilliant observation.
1: <laughs> Um,
0: the killing them softly is one of the greatest I would specials. argue
1: that it's offensive humor but <laughs> sure um, I mean it's smartly done but yeah. it is offensive humor and I have to be in a particular mood to laugh at stuff that's purposely offensive mm-hmm. Like I think that's why I don't really care for um, Ari
0: Ari because, yeah, yeah,
1: I don't care for his stand up either because it's kind of offensive um, I think that's
0: why I like it because it's just like you're <laughs> saying the words that you're not supposed to say is kind of fun
1: if I'm in the mood for it, I can mm-hmm. laugh at it, but sometimes when it like goes into like racial stuff or religious stuff, even though I'm not religious, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is kind of hateful a little bit. Well, like, that's I get what in... Chappelle
0: show was at the time. was It was the first major show that was actually tackling these racial questions and kind of poking fun. I mean, no. it opens very first episodes, Blind Clans, <laughs> I... Clayton Bigsby. Yeah. Breathing all the white man's air,
1: <laughs> And I feel like the way he does it. I be careful
0: about which ones I quote.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the way that he does it is less, um, I don't know, just sometimes I guess as a white person when I'm watching that stuff, it's kind of hard to not sit there and cringe and be like, ooh, like, is this going too far, you know? And like, I, the way he of like does it. Because like a white guilt thing? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Because like some of it just seems, like I said, like so offensive the way it's done sometimes, but like his stuff is, and maybe it's because it's older, um... A little bit more PG than I would have expected mm-hmm. actually. So like the jokes aren't um I don't know. It's it's almost like Tosh point esque to me. Like it's like huh. kind of like edgy, but also like there's a line you can't cross. So mm-hmm. it's like it's not as as bad as I thought it was gonna be, I guess. <laughs> I mean it's definitely edgy and there are some stuff on there I'm like I mean it's hands
0: down like the greatest sketch show that's ever existed it's like that and Monty Python and then everything else can go fuck itself
1: I'm not not for the record let me clear that up comparing him to Tosh.0 Chappelle is definitely funnier
0: that's why I did the pull away
1: (laughs) (laughs) Chappelle is definitely funnier I'm just saying it's like that like you have a network show where it's like you're allowed to push the buttons but you can only go to where the network says you can go and
0: that's what eventually drove him to Africa if I remember correctly is they wanted to take creative control over his show and you know he was like the white people are laughing at the wrong parts here and Mm -hmm. that's the issue that he took with it yeah you know he had these guys that were breathing down his neck trying to get him to mold it just to race for the sake of race instead of season one where it's like black reparations you know instead of using them responsibly they'll probably just buy you know a truck full of newports which is a joke you would hear from a racist white guy and chappelle flips it on its ass and owns it
1: (laughs) i I do it's
0: like no these are stereotypes we can all agree on
1: (laughs) i do dislike because it's a network or it was a network show um that to that end you have like expectations you have to meet so like you have that a commercial break that feels so weirdly timed, and then he's like, "Oh, we'll be back with more," and then all you come back to him like saying, "Good night. Yeah, yeah, like that bugs me. Like I, I think modern television definitely benefits from that. From um, not
0: needing the commercial break.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Especially like with um YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you can release your own sketches or Netflix. You know, like you don't need. Um, the commercial breaks anymore, which the show that's on Netflix, you don't see the commercials, obviously. Mm-hmm. It cuts which straight. Which makes back. it weirder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like that much
0: more we'll obvious. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good night.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I do like that about Netflix that obviously you don't have to sit through the commercials. That's nice. But like shows that are on Netflix mm-hmm. now, like you don't have that anymore. So I, I think that's where like the breakaway from network TV has definitely benefited individual artists because you're not having to. Pander so hard to the network.
0: Well, I think breaking away from the network's done fucking wonders for, you know, all art forms because you can be a bit more experimental and you can own your own material, you know, a lot more. You know, they're not suing Comedy Central. They're having to sue, you know, Nightmare Box Productions. <laughs> it's yeah. like, do I give a shit? Oh, thanks, Jax. What are
1: you doing? <laughs> I do feel like Netflix, in particular, seems to be willing to go a bit further with how edgy its Mm -hmm. content can be. Um, They're probably never going to have Doug Stanhope on there, but you know. Well, they
0: have in the past. They've had his stand-up specials. Oh, really? Yeah, like um, it's kind of I own all of them, but there's like ten of them, (laughs) so I know they've had them on there before. But it's they definitely wouldn't have his new one on because he talked about that on his show how he was like petitioning to try to get um the very last one he did on there.
1: They were like, no, yeah, thank you. you could hardly get it on Amazon.
0: <laughs> Amazon was like, go fuck yourself. So it was only available as like a, a, an audio format on iTunes for like three months before they would actually release a special.
1: Again, someone who's a bit offensive. He opens it up with mood. an apology. <laughs> yeah, an insincere apology. <laughs> and then
0: goes into a fucking 10-minute chunk about dead children. <laughs> an
1: insincere apology he is my he favorite. someone to complain. No,
0: Stanhope's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs>
1: got some funny ones, but he's definitely got some ones where I'm like, can we skip
0: this one? Can we skip this whole 15-minute joke about getting raped on the end zone in the middle of a football game yeah, and I've finally never got you're gay? One. Yeah. 70 inches of AIDS. I've fucking I've never shown you that joke. <laughs> I always skip it because I'm like, this is gonna be way too graphic. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. That. <laughs> I try. I'm a sincere person. You are a sincere person. But when you're not person. around, I laugh my ass off to that joke.
1: I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> totally fine with that. <laughs>
0: it's See, one of the many instances where Stanhope's come out as gay for the sake of making his joke. He's come out as black before, and that always makes me laugh. So that he could use certain words in his bits.
1: <laughs> I think that's why, uh, weird aside, I think that's why our relationship works, though. Because of Doug Stanhope? Yes, because of Doug Stanhope. <laughs> he really brought us together. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> that AIDS joke was just really the... What we needed in the bedroom to ignite that passion. No, um, <laughs> no, because you we're not alike in a lot of ways. Like we're definitely alike in some ways, like the like artistic side and yeah. stuff like that. We're similar in that way. But as far as like our approaches to life and what we think is funny or offensive or whatever, we're not. Yeah. Very alike at all. <laughs> There's not a
0: very good chance that you're gonna go walking out of the apartment with a handgun, you know, if somebody follows me up the sidewalk. No. No, not <laughs> Whereas problem. I'm like, I'm about that life. I'll catch the manslaughter the truck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but um and I we're not so far off that like I feel like you couldn't tolerate the things that I wanna do that you're mm-hmm. not into or vice versa. Um, I have like a hard
0: it. time with your sense of music a lot of the times when we get a little poppy.
1: I don't play any of my poppy music. <laughs> I don't make you listen to that stuff.
0: And I don't make you listen to my I, don't, I don't really so listen often. to
1: pop pop though. Mine's more like um alternative rock than pop. Yeah, yeah I don't really listen like to like the
0: early two thousand stuff.
1: Yeah. Um But like I don't watch like reality T V shows like the Real Housewives or any of that shit yeah. or like T V shows like the Desperate Housewives. Like I'm not into that kind of stuff, so like we don't have to like
0: We watch those.
1: Sometimes we get hammered
0: and we laugh at it. Yeah,
1: sometimes when we're looking for something. Too hot to handle. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? But we don't watch those shows sincerely because we're like, this is interesting. We're like, that's stupid.
0: Yeah, the only ones that we've really been invested in are like the glass blowing show was really fun. Well, that's like educational. We were like rooting for people. Yeah, well, the educational ones we root for people, but I'm not over here watching Big Brother. Yeah,
1: or like the real world or any of Mm -hmm. that shit. Um,. So it's, it's not so extreme that it's like, oh, my God, I can't tolerate that thing that you're into or yeah. whatever. But, uh, yeah, I think our relationship works because you have shit that you're into and I have shit that I'm into that we're not into each other's <laughs> shit. And neither of us are like, oh, God, that's terrible. Why do you yeah. like that? We're just like, can you just do that on your own time?
0: You, you listen can to you your, just. Yeah. Brent, when
1: I'm not here. Bretton's <laughs> underground
0: death metal exists in very small bursts. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like, I can listen to Cannibal Corpse, but Kristen needs to be out of the apartment. Or
1: <laughs> in the shower, even. No, I don't care if you do it. I just don't want to do it with you. But I'm
0: recently getting you into Tech 9, which is interesting. I'm not into <laughs> it. I'll listen Tech to it nine. with you. I'll I wouldn't play
1: do. it. I do listen to um, when I'm working out, though. Uh, speaking of being back in the gym, I do listen to like rap playlists when I'm at the mm-hmm. gym though, because I'm just like, "Let's go, let's get Hooray! in the get
0: in the war." <laughs> but I, I listen to that stuff to relax, and that's the major difference. <laughs> You're like, I need to amp myself up, and it's like, no, it's just been a long day, and I need to come down. <laughs> Let me listen to technology. That is weird.
1: Because <laughs> I like silence when I'm trying to calm down.
0: That's always been weird for me. You're like, yeah, I just drive to work with absolutely nothing. I was like, how do your thoughts not make you drive into a guardrail? And then I remember you don't have manic states. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's just depression and normalcy. <laughs> no,
1: I have very much the opposite effect. Um, at the end of the day, if I've had a long day and there's a lot of noise, it introduces like a chaotic feeling in my brain. So I start to feel like panicked. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we have to turn everything off now. I need it to be quiet. Yeah, that
0: would drive me nuts, and I'd cry myself home every day.
1: I think that's part of the reason I take long showers, though, because I take excessively long showers, and Mm. like, that's my moment of, like, it's quiet. The only sound you hear is the water, because I don't listen to anything when I'm in the shower like you do. So I think... I think that's my version of winding down. I'm like, I'm going to take a 40-minute shower and just listen to the sound of the water.
0: It's loud music. Right when I get home, amp you up, fucking shadow boxing while in the kitchen. Podcast while I'm showering, while I'm at work. Sometimes while I'm on the phone with people. Yeah,
1: I would die. Know, I, just,
0: I need the noise or else I'll start thinking about shit and then I cry. So I only think about things behind the keyboard. <laughs> so I can tippity-type them all make out. Make other
1: people cry.
0: And make other people really sad. <laughs> But it's like Ritalin. Like, it works with people who need it, and it doesn't work for people who don't need it. It, it drives, you know, people God. who don't need Ritalin, it drives them through the fucking roof. People with ADHD take Ritalin, and they're like, hey. This is this pretty is chill. pretty cool. <laughs> you up to my heart rate and match my brain space.
1: Yeah, if there was that much constantly going on in my head, I would... Probably jump off a building. (laughs) That would drive me crazy.
0: (laughs) No, it's a long honed experience I've had to learn throughout my entire life. I'm a fucking insane person (laughs) who sings the circus song if there's not something playing. It's not an exaggeration. (laughs) Immediately upon waking up. Immediately upon waking up, first song that comes into my head. Could be a song from the 70s. Could be the circus song. Could be just some random calliope. It's been the Halloween theme song a couple of times. You know. (laughs)
1: Which cracks me up, because if we actually get a chance to lay in bed and, like, relax together, if I'm sitting there being quiet, or, like, is something wrong? Are I'm you like, okay? No, I'm just chilling. We're
0: here. <laughs> we're here, and I've checked all the Twitter, and we're not currently having sex. So what is going on
1: here? <laughs> Trying to wake my brain up with dumb
0: yeah. uh,
1: iPhone games. <laughs>
0: I tried to lay in bed. I made it about 10 minutes. Like after we ate breakfast and stuff, I came back upstairs and I was like, I'm going to lay back down in bed and like try to lay here for an hour. And then
1: immediately started doing chores. got up
0: and just started cleaning the apartment. I cleaned the toilet. I fucking deep scrubbed the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Vacuumed everything. I'm incapable of relaxation. And I've still got four more days off.
1: (laughs) Which cracks me up. I had a
0: very, very long weekend. I'm blessed. The two holidays for the work weeks, crammed up and bookended so i got five days off of work i'm gonna run for president <laughs>
1: <laughs> you weren't born here though can you run for president yeah i've
0: got dual citizenship but
1: you weren't born here
0: i was born on an air force base
1: oh yeah okay yeah, that does count um do you have thanksgiving off do you know
0: uh i think so but i'm not 100 percent sure it'd be a bummer
1: if you don't i just realized you have the long week off right before the holiday because isn't
0: no, that's the 23rd, isn't it?
1: What day is it? It's the 8th.
0: Yeah. So Okay,
1: I, yeah, it's the week after next. It's the 26th. Yeah, this is
0: my, like, election day and whatever next week's. I think it's Veterans Day. I should know that. I'm it a is veteran. Veterans Day. <laughs> 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 it is Veterans Day, and you should know that. <clears throat> what day is it? It's the day uh, the
1: 11th. I was going to say we could see if we could go find a cemetery here, but we'll be at work that day. Yeah. We could do that next
0: weekend.
1: <laughs> Assuming we're not getting snowed in like we are this weekend. Fuck yeah. Weird but. ramble on the podcast. No, sorry. no, no, no. You're okay.
0: <laughs> I want to free flow it? All I've got are notes from a book that I'm reading, and they're they're just there if we need them. So no pressure.
1: Nobody cares about what you're reading. Bro. I
0: know. Nobody, Nobody cares ever... about you. I know. <laughs> That's why I listen to loud I'm music. Kidding. I love you. So I constantly distract myself from the thoughts in my head. It's the only thing that stops me from sticking it down in crack, my mouth. You did crack me <laughs> up this morning
1: though because uh, um we've gotten to sleep in like two. Two days in a row, which was exciting Yeah, I have Saturdays off, but Brett uh, normally still has to work, so I still have to get up and like, make him breakfast and do all that mm-hmm. stuff, so then I usually stay up, and I was like, I'm feeling pretty low-key, I'm going to sit here with my coffee, I've got an <laughs> application I want to fill out, I'm going to do that, and... You went back into the bedroom, so I was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna be chill. And then you came back out and started scrubbing shit. I was like, We're not. I am not gonna chill. I didn't
0: mean to throw off your chill. I just, I fucking, I feel, I don't know what it is. I feel guilty when I'm not doing stuff.
1: I feel guilty when you're doing stuff and I'm not contributing. Well, you feel free
0: to not contribute. The more you contribute, the less shit I have to do, the more guilty I'm overall gonna feel.
1: You were, like scrubbing. we're drinking at
0: three thirty in the afternoon. It's the only way I know how to be okay at three thirty in the afternoon.
1: You were like scrubbing the counters, and I was like, "Well, I should get up and do something." I guess. No, unless I'm
0: asking for your help, feel free to sit at the fucking thing and fill out applications, love. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing it despite you. I'm doing it because I'm bored shitless. <laughs> like this it. bitch never cleans anything. <laughs> yeah. How dare she? <laughs> Look how gross this toilet is. Let me clean it with my tongue i've toilet. been a bad boy
1: i clean the toilet
0: probably
1: don't do it as often as i should but i do
0: a, sweetheart it was a joke in which i, I was my own dominatrix <laughs> cleaning a toilet yes of that's my gross
1: i'm trying to avoid that imagery well, right? not
0: right now the toilet's clean now it's still, gross. <laughs>
1: it's still gross people pee in it
0: i don't do you i pee in the sink <laughs> don't
1: you liar. You have before. You don't regularly.
0: No, it's a drunken move I do when I, the bathroom's not available. Like, Kristen's
1: like, still in the shower.
0: I guess I'm going to gonna piss in the crock pot today. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it over the balcony like I'm in old England.
1: <laughs> I would imagine if we had a house and it was more secluded, you probably would pee off the balcony. I could uh, see you doing lot. that. <laughs> I could see you doing Constantly. that. Constantly.
0: Because I am a believer that we need to take care of this planet, and there's people in Africa who can't get fresh drinking water, and we piss so, into it.
1: So peeing outside balances it, it out? It does. All the it other animals fresh, do it. fresh drinking water? Probably
0: not right now because I pee on the inside of my zipper because holy fuck, it's cold outside. <laughs> it's but yeah, definitely in the nice summer day, if I'm having a few beers on the porch, I'm, I'm not against pissing outside.
1: Yeah, so it's in the 20s I don't know right
0: why now. we're talking about my piss habits. I don't know.
1: You started it. You said you were going to lick the toilet bowl. You brought this on yourself. (laughs) No, so it's like in the 20s right now, and like two days ago, it was in the 60s here. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to get snow all week long, so I think I'm going to quit my job. I'm down. Turn into a bear. Hell yeah. Eat a lot of food. Fuck yeah. Bury myself under the covers. You're following. Come back in. Or I'm
0: following. Come
1: back in six months when winter's finally over. (laughs) Because we live in Montana.
0: I don't know. I like it, though. I I don't hate the snow here.
1: I like it. I don't like having to be somewhere in it.
0: Yeah. like I don't like it when it's windy. When it's not windy, it's really nice, because as cold as it is, like you can deal with it. It can be seven degrees here, and as long as the wind isn't kicking in, you're fine.
1: Yeah, the wind's a (laughs)
0: nightmare. The wind will cut right through you like a goddamn knife. You'll go to take a breath,
1: and it'll steal it from you. (laughs) Yeah,
0: my windshield froze over like four times already
1: (laughs) you gotta get your heat fixed
0: yeah the heater's dead in the jeep guys and there's no insulation so if you guys have any if you want to send us money so i can fix the jeep you could send that money via email at
1: nightmareboxproductions yeah
0: just you know some instructions send me some parts i don't know i'll figure it out it's too cold to work on the jeep and i don't know any mechanics so we should
1: have done that this past week
0: yeah that would have been the move love Mm. But I also drove around with that motherfucker for a year with no windows so in Tennessee. Yeah, that was where, in Tennessee. Yeah. It was warm, but it was shed loads of rain.
1: <laughs> now you didn't have windows for the first part of winter, so it was pretty cold, yeah, too. You get snow, and I wear my cloth and my bulletproof
0: cold. vest and my turquoise clock. <laughs> it's a sexy look you should definitely do that can i get you a pink one well, so behind the fucking dude and i'm like what are you the white 50 cent get the fuck out of here dude <laughs> why you got a turquoise gun kind of badass has a turquoise gun probably his girlfriends. yeah it was a little 380 i was like you're not killing anybody with that <laughs>
1: <laughs> i do weirdly kind of want to get one i was thinking about that the other day
0: well, I'm glad you tell me that because I've been thinking about maybe a specific Christmas present oh. your first Montana gun, <laughs> and I don't know what I want to get you a pistol or a rifle or a shotgun or
1: yeah. I feel like a pistol would make more sense. But...
0: Pistol's better. And then we'll get you your license and you can carry it around in your little purse. Uh, I'm not going
1: to not going to carry it around. No, no. I just want to have a gun. I don't want
0: it anywhere near me.
1: <laughs> well, no. I mean, like to protect I, I thought myself. You know, for living in Montana. If I'm just going to work, I'm not going to carry well,
0: it. Well, that's around, that was but... my argument. Was it to Montana do I get you a hunting rifle or do I get you
1: <laughs> if we were living in montana because there's wildlife and stuff here and ideally eventually one year when this pandemic is over i would like to bust out the camping gear and Mm -hmm. actually go camping um
0: that's not an excuse when the pandemic's over i want to be alone in the woods (laughs) (laughs) it's like no right now is key time to be alone you you said
1: you were nervous about going camping because you weren't familiar with the area so i figured we could go with someone the first time um yeah like eventually. the
0: coin i'm also not very good with people so <laughs> we have to go with somebody who i don't know we'll find somebody they'll appear in my we'll life put it
1: on craigslist yeah it's like who i want to you to be
0: 25 yards over there <laughs> i'll be over here if i have questions or if i break my ankle you'll help me you'll, i will leech off of you for the first weekend and then i'll know what i need the next time <laughs> But knowing can, me, I'll forget to bring food and freeze to death and get lost. Well, we've <laughs> got
1: relatives that kind of live out a little bit. We yeah. could go camping near where I've they live. I've been invited hunting Oh, wait, no, they times. have mountain lions, though. Let's not camp where they live. Never mind. <laughs> they camp where they live. I don't want to camp where mountain lions are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just need to bring a 30 30 and you're good to go. 30-30 and a forty five.
1: Circling back to the uh-huh. where this conversation started, though, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's not that I want to have a gun to carry because I... That is where Brett and I differ. I am pro uh, gun control. Um, so it's not like I want to have a gun. I'm just toting it around everywhere. But it's like mm-hmm. we do live in the mountains. It'd probably be a good idea to be more comfortable with yeah. grabbing it and using it when I need it. No
0: lions don't give a fuck about your political statements.
1: Not fumbling yeah. with it before I get myself under control. So it's like, it probably good to. This is not like
0: to... city city. This is like city country. Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> I mean, like you were in I... a
0: valley surrounded by shit that kills us and bears. Walk into town all the time.
1: (laughs) Like you and I could go to like a range and go practice, but Mm -hmm. if I'm only practicing with your guns and not necessarily a gun that's my gun that I'm comfortable with, then it kinda defeats the purpose outside of just you know, perfecting Mm -hmm. my aim. Like it would be good to do So would you
0: prefer like a pistol? Would you like a semi automatic or a revolver?
1: Not a revolver, no, just because they don't... like a, I know they're supposed to be, like, easier for people that aren't, like, very gun-savvy, but... They're fail-proof. <laughs> yeah, but they, they only hold, like, six bullets, and... Yeah. Yeah, and then you have to, like, reload it, and that just seems like a pain <laughs> in the ass.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, the magazines are the real pain in the ass. We're completely avoiding all topics related to this show, and I'm good with it. I'm drinking with my wife. If you don't like it, if we're not talking about film or literature today... Yeah. Fuck you! I don't know if you looked out the window. The world's weird. We're talking <laughs> about living in Montana. <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah, be good loading to have a mag learning how to load a magazine is a pain in the ass because your thumb's gonna kill you until you figure it out. Well, I and like- outside of that you know I, I was like do i buy her an ar or, or does an ar go against literally everything no, she I believes don't want an in an AR. i definitely would not want an ar <laughs> 30 rounds of you no. know killing cougars no. and fucking dropping no. If we Uh, buy
1: a cabin legit in the middle of nowhere... You just told
0: me you didn't want just six bullets. I'm giving you the option to have 30 bullets. No.
1: If we bought a cabin legit in the middle of nowhere and I had to worry about a bear walking up on the yard...
0: Uh, uh, AR is not going to help you out in that situation.
1: Maybe. (laughs) But uh, no, we live in the city. I don't... I would never. But no, I just like... Cause I've, I've
0: I'll buy you a heavy caliber, like a 454. Just no, so see, you could kill no. an elephant with. See,
1: that's, that's the opposite of what I want, because I've
0: just, shot... You're just going to fucking end a raccoon's life on a camping trip maybe, with the biggest bullet man has maybe. figured out well, how to make Loud
1: bang. <laughs> loud bang. Might scare whatever it is away. But no. <laughs> Your um, bang. Loud bang. Oh, I
0: thought you said my bing. <laughs> my bing.
1: No, loud bangs. Like, mm-hmm. bears are intimidated by loud noises. Some of them. Yeah, some of them. Grizzly
0: doesn't give a shit.
1: Anyway, <laughs> you keep interrupting me. Um, no, because like I'm familiar with guns. Like I've shot rifles and handguns and stuff before. But like, which maybe now that I'm working out, I'll be better at it. But like, my problem has always been like cocking the gun is like kind of hard if the gun's like a bigger gun. Oh, I so... can show you how to do it. Well, I know like... you shove forward and pull back at the same time. Like I know the principle of it. But if it's like a bulkier gun, it's kind of hard to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, depending on the size of your hand.
1: And I have little, little dainty hands.
0: Yeah, and I got big gorilla fingers.
1: <laughs> you have to open all my jars. Exactly. If an intruder comes up in the house and I'm just like, "Hang on,
0: give me one sec. <laughs> I'll me figure one, this one. out." Well, that's the problem that you run into right off the bat. You should always keep a bullet in the chamber. You shouldn't be racking your gun. <laughs> this is a whole argument. That's not a no, no bullshit. Pro two A people ha- argue this all day, and it basically boils down to: Are you a Glock guy, or are you a 1911 guy? If you're a Glock guy... not a guy at
1: all.
0: i teasing,
1: teasing.
0: If you're a zur who carries a Glock... (laughs) um, I'm a a Glock person because a Glock has what's called a hair trigger safety on it. Mm -hmm. So there's no safety on the side of the gun. It's on the trigger itself. You have to squeeze the trigger to get the gun to go off so you can keep one in the chamber. Unless you're in Iraq, probably not going to cook off a (laughs) round. You're going to be fine. Unless you're an idiot, that gun's not going to go off by itself. I've dropped a loaded Glock on the floor maybe five times in my life on accident, in you got the process. Slippery
1: fingers, there, Mister Bloom.
0: Yeah, no, it, it happens, you know. I've I used I've to never carry dropped it. the gun. Well, you don't own a gun, um, but I've carried, you know, or I used to carry before we moved up here. I don't have my carry license up here, but I carried for years down I south. I can open carry here. You can, just like that dickhead at the fucking Walmart. It's but if you want good. to be a target for somebody, wear a bulletproof vest, a ball of club, and a fucking exposed handgun. <laughs> you ain't wearing a helmet, dog. Your back of your brain still works. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes down to, like, do you carry one in the chamber or not? Because say you're second in line at a gas station. The guy right in front of you pulls out a gun and aims it at the clerk. You have a gun, but now you have to rack around you're fucked if you have one in the chamber you just pull it out and plug that dude in the back of the head and everybody's happy i
1: feel like if you're like comfortable and well versed with it you could still like yeah be ready to go pretty quick
0: but the adrenaline hits and all of a sudden oh shit i don't know where my safeties are (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, You've got the one that you have. Though. Yeah,
0: you that, have that's gun. what I'm saying. That's the difference between the 1911 argument and the Glock argument as well as the argument between keeping one in the chamber I would say keeping either way that you don't necessarily have
1: to chamber one though. You could still have the gun that you have and not have one in the chamber. So.
0: And then just hear a click instead of fixing the problem.
1: No, chamber it and then you're ready yeah, to go.
0: Yeah, but when you're going sh, that guy goes, "Oh fuck." <coughs>
1: <laughs> Raise it, as opposed to, and be ready to go. out of the
0: pocket into the brain. You're done. Well, uh, then you might right.
1: accidentally shoot the clerk too.
0: No, oh, into the brain.
1: Well, i go through. Well, through then his I would. Head. I would
0: check the backdrop. We've got a lot we need to go <laughs> you could over. Go through his head. I'll explain it all to you off the show, love. I'm not teaching a fucking how to disarm people in your local Walmart class. <laughs> I'll teach you how to shoot. I'm people. just saying,
1: just depending on the size of the bullet. If you're behind him and he's pointing at the cashier, the bullet could go through his head, and you could shoot the cashier as well.
0: Yeah, and that's why I'm going to teach you all about like backdrop. And uh, learning to look beyond your target. I'm
1: just saying.
0: Situational awareness. Just saying, for the amateur. I wouldn't, if if gun
1: it, owner out there, don't just be shooting shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you own a gun, that's a massive part of your responsibilities—not to go <laughs> shooting shit. <laughs> You're you're supposed to be like a karate master. Nightmare
1: Box Productions does not endorse.
0: I don't endorse (laughs) shooting people. I'm not for it. I'm a big believer in the two way, and you should know your backdrop when Mm -hmm. you're getting ready. And you should carry a responsible round. There's no reason for you to have a 45. You get less bullets. They travel farther. You're gonna hit more pedestrians. That's all you're gonna do. Nine millimeter, perfect size. It works. 40 caliber, perfect size, and it works. There you go. Forty-five, <laughs> you're getting a little dangerous. Fifty, you're out of your fucking mind. What do you try to do? Kill the neighbor's neighbor's cat? What's your fucking deal? Yes. Try to kill the
1: neighbor's neighbor's raccoon. <laughs>
0: exactly. Four fifty-four. Who the fuck are you, Clint Eastwood? <laughs> Say hello to my
1: little
0: friend. That's not Clint Eastwood. I know it's not. <laughs> it would be hilarious if it was Clint Eastwood. <laughs> if he went from the man with no name to fucking Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, listen here, pilgrim. That's not Clint Eastwood either. That's fucking the, the fat one.
1: So how's that, that book you're reading going? The book's going
0: you? great. Do you want to learn about some stuff? Sure. Okay. I've got a couple of categories here. um I'm reading Alfred Hitchcock's A Brief Life by Peter Ackroyd. I don't know if it's any relation. um And I've got a couple of paragraphs. And um, can I get a refill?
1: You didn't. Jesus Christ.
0: I'm flying through them, love.
1: Chugging. We're
0: talking about guns, day drinking. Um, So I've got a couple of topics here. The first one is lessons learned from Germany, Uh, not Nazis. Uh, The second one is the cool shot effect. (laughs) The third one is storyboarding. Four is transitions to talkies. Five is foley artist on set.
1: Farley Artist.
0: The Farley Artist. <laughs> named after Chris Farley. <laughs> um, and the last one is Momentum in Film. So, what do you feel?
1: Are we not going to do all five? How much time do we have left? I mean,
0: we got six of them. I figured we could talk about one or two of them. we Almost 40 minutes in. Jesus
1: Christ. You blew the whole podcast talking about guns. What's no, wrong you, with you
0: introduced it. What's I was wrong just with trying you? to talk about <laughs> licking the toilet
1: um, like a good little boy. <laughs> I don't know. Which ones do you want to talk about? I'm probably not even
0: going to be able to read right now. <laughs> my tongue's going to fall out of my face. So <laughs> Which what?
1: ones do you want to
0: talk about? I don't know. Lessons from Germany, the cool shot effect, storyboarding, transitioning to the talkies, Foley on set, or momentum. Let's do storyboarding. Storyboarding is going to hit you on page 30 doop doop doo doop 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 That's the circus song. Whew. I believe. I believe. I don't really remember. The, the problem with this book is, like, it's just fact follows fact follows fact. And so unless, like, the author got into a groove, there's massive passages where it's just details. So I don't know where to drop you in the world except to say 1926. So... <laughs> Uh, Keep in mind, Psycho came out in, what, 1959? Sure. 1957. So we're Hitchcock's young, you know, in this version of things. Elliot Stannard had already started work on the script in the early month of 1926, and Hitchcock began to break down the narrative into hundreds of small drawings, which were designed to specify, in his words the exact grouping and action of the characters and the placing of the camera. This was the technique, known familiarly as storyboarding, but he used intermittently for the rest of his life. He conceived his films in purely visual terms. He told aspiring cameramen that they should go to art galleries and learn the effects of the great masters. They should study Rembrandt and Vermeer in order to learn... The use of shadow and reflection. In his visual meditation upon characters and objects, he became the camera, or an extension of the camera. The camera. <laughs> Kristen just threw a bottle cap at the cat.
1: He's eating
0: the bag. <laughs> Secure the bag. In his visual meditation. <laughs> this
1: is normally a serious show. I swear. <gasps> oh my god.
0: I don't normally get this lit up this early in the day. And his visual meditation upon characters, fuck off! You jumped
1: on my mirror. Let's just let's just do this another day. I think what was it wasn't meant to be.
0: <laughs> fuck off. He told aspiring cameramen that they should go to art galleries and learn the effects of the great masters. They should study Rembrandt. (laughs) Rembrandt. (laughs) Fuck it. All right, whatever. You should go to the fucking art. You should go to the art store and do stuff.
1: (laughs) Sorry.
0: In his visual meditation upon characters and the objects, he became the camera, an extension of the camera. The camera was for him the pivot of any film. This was not filmed theater or a filmed story. It was simply film. The use of light was its magic, was its music. <laughs> all right, I'm done. All right. Let's just fucking bullshit. I, we'll get back to Alfred Hitchcock next week. I can't read. The cats are fucking driving me nuts. Fucking it all fell out. It's a good book. You know, like it has its moments. You want to try a different topic? No,
1: I'm good. I think we just tried that again next week. All right, let's keep drinking.
0: <laughs>
1: I almost died on my beer. <laughs> I went to... <coughs> take a swallow at this i same tried time. to stick
0: to the you know, <coughs> the theme of the show and it, it burned out we were doing so well yeah. talking about guns and snow and dominatrix <coughs> and then i tried to read my tongue fell out of my face the cat flew yeah, i can't believe you threw a bottle cap that's animal abuse
1: you've done that you've <laughs> <laughs> literally done that yourself what are you talking about i constantly go. don't behind come you. at
0: me with your whataboutism
1: you throw bottle caps at me yeah <laughs> Constantly go behind you and pick them
0: up off the ground.
1: <laughs> it's like you're the equivalent of having a kid who plays with the Legos. Just bottle caps everywhere.
0: Wear your shoes in the house. <laughs>
1: Protect your
0: foot. <butt. laughs> Protect your neck. <laughs> 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 she came downstairs to come and spite the deck. <laughs> It's been a good
1: good weekend overall. It's been a good run.
0: <laughs> the, 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 yeah, feel, this is done. our final episode. We've, we've announced <laughs> no, it to the world. It's
1: been a good weekend after a
0: rough week. <laughs> the whole fucking <laughs> so, world's you know, fallen to shit.
1: So fuck it. We'll do a serious show next week. <laughs> 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 this is the Kristen and Brett's life is falling apart episode.
0: <laughs> Dispatches from the end of the world part two. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where do you want to go from here i
1: don't even know that was <laughs> such a such a disaster
0: i tried to find some interesting facts about joker earlier like i've watched a bunch of video essays in preparation for this shitstorm.
1: How'd <laughs> that go for
0: you i found out that people who do 15 minute movie reviews on youtube are not that big of a fan of joker they're always like I watched, like, two or three of them, and they are like, yeah, I wasn't really that impressed, or it was a good movie, but it wasn't a great movie. And I remember loving it.
1: Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like people that actually do, like, reviews try really hard to find, like...
0: The flaws like we do on Two Star Tuesdays.
1: And, like, they try to find flaws that make them sound smart when they talk Mm -hmm. about it, or if they say anything positive, they try to find something that's, like, obscure... So that they sound yeah. more intelligent. Like, I, I hate... Um, I listened
0: to a 15-minute one where the guy was like, it's basically just Taxi Driver. And I was like, it's very similar, but it's not Taxi Driver.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I just, like, hate watching reviews of classics or stuff that's really well done. Because like, a lot of the time, that to me feels like what it is. is just someone trying to prove they're smarter than the people who made the movie.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I want to, you know, not make the mistake of doing with the Patreon that I eventually want us to build.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's more Do of a deep, deep dive yeah, than a review, A deep though. dive.
0: Show the successes, you know? Like, if we were to watch The Joker, I'd be like, of course it's a lot like Taxi Driver. Here's the underlines. But it's the first Batman movie that was like, this is not obviously New York City. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I think that's why I liked the idea of the two-star and like why it felt like kind of a charming concept because it's like Mm -hmm. you're purposely watching something that's silly and the review of it's also going to be a little silly. Yeah. You know, so it's not meant to be that serious.
0: The original concept is and we're getting closer to what we initially set out to do with the two-star was to give the time to the movie that gets the you know two sentence two star review this is terrible do not watch this And it's like no i want to talk about lighting in this piece of shit film <laughs> we're walking into it with the understanding that it's awful so let's find where it works
1: <laughs> i hated whenever we did uh <clears throat> in my film sorry i like, legit, when you swung at the cat, like, <laughs> inhaled some beer, and it's irritated my chest.
0: I didn't swing at the cat. I,
1: <laughs> he decapitated the cat I, I, live I, on done. the show. He's yep, gone. Max, no Max is no more.
0: <laughs> but at least he'll stop eating my Barnes and Noble bag.
1: <laughs> stop leaving it where he can reach it. You know he likes bags. Where the fuck
0: do you expect me to put
1: it? <laughs> I don't know. In that strange cabinet you
0: found. What <laughs> do I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I was gonna say it's right next to my bookshelf, and it came out like I was a Flintstone. <laughs> yeah, but
1: But you left it in the bag. The Take member. it out of the bag.
0: <laughs> um, trying to secure the bag.
1: <laughs> <But> that's what <laughs> they
0: say in the Stop. black community.
1: That's what I uh, hated about my film studies class, though, is we would watch shit like Citizen Kane and mm-hmm. stuff that's supposed to like. Um, ideally, ideally inspire a intellectual conversation, and then people try really hard to find intellectual things to say about it. It's like, come on,
0: yeah. Same you have issue. Never
1: thought this thought before today. Yeah,
0: the same issue that I've had when I had to do that whole year of Shakespeare study, and it was like, I hate him. I don't like. I don't find him inspiring. I don't find him good i appreciate what he did as far as like building many of our standard structures of story outside of that i think his works are dog shit let's skip um
1: i think to be or not to be is not the most inspired sentence to be or
0: not to be that is not the question what about <laughs> quivers of arrows or some shit that got shot in his back and then he's just basically i just want to die but no <laughs> me too Yeah, Sons of Anarchy took his basic idea of Hamlet and made it better. So why don't we skip Shakespeare and watch Sons of Anarchy? (laughs) Voila. I don't don't mind. Why don't we skip Macbeth and watch The Godfather? And we can talk about unintended consequence. I
1: don't mind classic works because... um, Canterbury
0: Tales is bullshit. I'm just saying,
1: the idea of classic (laughs) works. I don't mind the idea of classic works because for the time... Whatever it was probably was revolutionary, and it is someone kind of working out mm-hmm. the beginnings of where we are today. But yeah, like whenever it's no longer relevant to how we view things anymore, mm-hmm. it's like we could just do a modern, modern film or modern yeah. book that's tackling the same topics. Yeah,
0: like Herman Melville wrote Moby Dick. We've tried. It's our bedtime story. It's still on our nightstand eventually we'll get around to it. But um, Old Man and the Sea, I read in four hours. Then that's basically the same story, but it's written by Hemingway, and it's that (laughs) thick. It's about a quarter of an inch of a book, and it packs in all the same lessons of Moby Dick.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the only time we've read it, you put me to sleep, so I don't think. Yeah,
0: my name is Ishmael. I, I know that that's <laughs> the opening line because I've tried this book. If I, if I, I know his name is Ishmael, and I don't know anything else. <laughs> I read the cl- illustrated classic when I was a kid. That was cooler than the book. <laughs> <laughs> Cat may have fucking lost his leg to a whale. He spends the rest of his life trying to kill the whale and loses his entire life trying to kill the whale. And so that's moral, basically it.
1: The moral of the story is...
0: Vengeance is a problem. Tear your life <laughs> apart.
1: Don't oh. let the hate in your heart destroy your life. Oh my
0: god. But you could get that same lesson from Old Man in the Sea. He's chasing his dream of catching the big fish. He finally goes and almost catches the big fish. Nobody else is there to see it. He gets back to shore. But he finally got to fight the big fish. So his story arc is completely okay. And dude that was there taking care of his boathouse was not there to witness the big fight. So it's both a big fish story, except one is much more succinct and better. <laughs> I have not read Hemingway it there, so. did not write, My Name is Ishmael. But he did write, Old Man and the Sea, and then shortly after shot himself in the head with a shotgun. <laughs> He's probably like, I have become better than Herman Melville.
1: <laughs> Peak potential. <laughs> i'm just trying to trying to make commercials here i am not better than
0: anyone you are better than everybody <laughs> you're better than everybody you're the best director who's ever lived quentin tarantino chop your own head off you fucking peak.
1: i'm curious if there was like a top five list what people would pick as the best director ever though because it's like i don't have a person where i'm like that's the pinnacle of success. I'm like, <laughs> I wonder who people would pick.
0: Who would you pick if you had to put five together know. in no particular order? So number one is not necessarily the one. I don't know. Where would you go? I don't know. Let's do it. So... Fuck it. Let's work no, it out. We're, we're so doing a podcast. There are so
1: many people out there that like...
0: My number one? Kristen Bloom?
1: <clears throat> That's not true. I don't, I don't know. Because there, there are a lot of like... Names you would typically go to, like Steven Spielberg or Stanley Kubrick, or you know, like any of those, where it's like they are clearly geniuses of their field. But I'm like, I don't
0: are number they two, the, the Cohen brothers, <laughs> number three, Stanley Kubrick, <laughs> four, Tarantino, five, Scorsese. Oh, damn. There's my five. I've got Kristen Bloom, Tarantino, your number one, you Kubrick, fired. the Cohen brothers scorsese you're
1: such a liar
0: not a not liar you are my number one i just gave you five i'm sorry <laughs> that you're the only woman on the list but that's just the way <laughs> art works
1: Here are your top five writers
0: cormac mccarthy chuck oh, Palahniuk, stephen king and then it gets hairy because then i'm limited to two <laughs> god damn Doo doo. Do, doo do, doo do, doo do brett looks at his bookshelf remembers hunter s thompson who's <laughs> definitely on the list i don't know why he wasn't the first one that came out of my mouth and maybe Kerouac. because
1: obviously cormac's your number one cormac mccarthy i've
0: offered to blow the dust yeah. off his dick so <laughs> <laughs> that's, multiple that's times so on this show <laughs> Cormac McCarthy is the best writer, maybe, of all time. It's not even arguable if you've ever read any of his stories. He's like Louis Lamour on crack. He's fine. <laughs> but not on crack at the same time. Like, he's like your sobering grandpa. <laughs> no
1: Bukowski?
0: Mm-mm. I'm teasing. I like Bukowski, but I don't love Bukowski. <laughs> I don't hold him at the pinnacle everybody else does, you know, like as far as. Like, he's the he's a great drunk writer, but Hemingway didn't hit my list either, if you noticed. <laughs>
1: Shakespeare, I know Shakespeare, secretly. Shakespeare's way
0: the fuck down. He's your boy. Who are your top five writers? Let's flip the script. You want to give me your directors, and I don't, you're a director. I don't give know. me top five directors. I just gave you ten I names. I don't
1: know. I would, like, actually have to really think about it, because I have, like,. Movies and Mm -hmm. stuff that I really like, or that really inspired me, but it's not necessarily that person's collection of work, it's that individual
0: work. If I was funny. I would have named the guy who made The Room in my top five. Oh I would have been like Kristen Bloom, Tommy, Tommy Wiseau. So... <laughs> no. But I couldn't remember his last name.
1: So...
0: I was called him Tommy his underwear.
1: How can I, you I, not? I do have
0: his underwear. Brett and a signed Tommy's underwear. I have never worn it. <laughs> but I do have it. And a face mask and a signed copy of the screenplay.
1: I'm sad that we timed that out the way we did, though, because you could have got the little... Puppy dog. We
0: had gotten it a little bit later. We got a COVID mask from Tommy so
1: Yeah, but instead of the underwear, he was giving out dogs later. <laughs> got a little dog.
0: Oh hey there, doggy. <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. I think the move would have oh, been hi, Mark.
1: plush footballs. Like, that would have been a move. Like, I don't know why he ever did we it. We should
0: anywhere. get on Tommy Wiseau's marketing team. Yeah,
1: because when he walks out and makes that iconic line, he's got a football in his hand <laughs> for literally no reason. And that's clearly the most famous line of the whole movie.
0: I did not hit her. So... You're little, tearing me apart. Little plush Lisa.
1: footballs with his name on it would have made way more sense.
0: You want to watch The Room? No, I
1: don't. <laughs> no, we gotta So do our we've
0: star. established Tommy Wiseau is not in your top no. five. So who's your top five? I don't
1: know. I told you I'd have to What like, are your top five
0: movies, no order?
1: Uh, um see that's that's hard too because I have collections. Well
0: like, you can include the entire collection. Okay. I'll include the Godfather one and two. That okay. that's one spot for so, me. So
1: um Star Wars 4, 5, and 6, not 1, 2, and 3. That's the original. Yeah, the original. Uh, um, canonical film. Yeah, yeah, the original trilogy that came out.
0: Same um, argument made for The Godfather, by the way. I excluded number three because it came 20 years after the fucking <laughs> second movie.
1: Um All three of The Lord of the Rings. Uh, the Hobbit I'm not as big a fan of. Uh I don't know. Yeah, my exactly. next one would
0: be No Country. Obviously, also works in the Cormac McCarthy realm and the Cohen Brothers realm. It encompasses all three categories. No Country for Old Men is peak Brett's interest.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, that's hard. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Cause I ha- I have like movies of like I really enjoyed The Joker, but I don't know if it would go up in my top five. Um, I have like a lot of movies that I'm like, oh, that like. Like I remember that or like that stuck with me, yeah. you know, like obviously the classics like The Shining or Jaws or any of those mm-hmm. that were like, I feel like a rite of passage growing up. Oh, but, but almost
0: need like a top 20 because yeah. you're right. If I'm narrowing it down to five, I get a movie that pops in my head and then it's immediately washed out by the next one. So it was almost like Raging Bull. Like that. That's a fucking incredible film. Then I was like, but that's not the best Scorsese yeah. film. The Goodfellas would definitely have to be on a top three, because I watch I it every year.
1: really like Eternal Sunshine, but I don't know that I like it enough to put it in my top five. So I don't know. Like, I am too... I don't know. I'm wishy washy. I don't like making choices. <laughs> I don't like deciding what's for dinner. I can't pick my choice. You're top like, five.
0: I'm not going to put it on official record. This is all being taken way too seriously. Our new fan in India and in Sri Lanka <laughs> are going to judge me for my love I don't of Martin know. Scorsese. Oh, it,
1: there's a lot of really good ones out there it's difficult (laughs) i
0: don't want to leave anybody out in my list of directors i had to bump out wes craven which is unheard of
1: i'm still calling bullshit on me being number one no you're number one you're such a liar you're the first
0: one (laughs) you're the most important the most groundbreaking the most revolutionary (laughs) Because you still have potential. Tarantino's already Tarantino. Scorsese's already Scorsese. Kubrick's dead. (laughs) Tarantino. (sighs) Promised he'd only make 10 films. So I think he's only got one left.
1: I think. um, Shoot. Is it Wes Anderson? Like, his movies are really good, too. Like, he's the one that does all the. Like the royal tenon bombs, like all of his stuff's very symmetrical. Mm-hmm. His stuff's really good too. I'm reading
0: a book about Hitchcock. Hitchcock did not make my list.
1: Because
0: <laughs> I've only seen like three of his films and there's like 50 of them. So I can't rule them. I as have seen conqueror.
1: Uh, The Birds.
0: Birds is uh, awesome. Yeah, I have seen that. That's a. I don't
1: know that in. And or that scene where she's getting attacked by the birds, you can clearly tell they are like <laughs> stuffed birds being thrown at her. <laughs> it's kind of silly. <laughs> if you watch it now.
0: You ready to call it, love? Yeah.
1: Wings and rings. Wings
0: and rings. In gotta, a dumbass movie.
1: I gotta get my protein back up. I went to the gym today.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> you mad at me? Furious. Love you. Love you. I love you guys. And That's we will awesome. talk to you next week on Tuesday. To talk about a thing.
1: A thing? Hmm. A movie we haven't picked yet.
0: <laughs> Maybe my thing. I don't know. We'll like sit here. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not that
0: kind of bug. Like it's like two and a half inches. <laughs> Just depression. It's a really skinny. Like, there are really no redeeming factors. It's like a really skinny shaft, but a really thick head, so it kind of feels like a marble this is an just appropriate rolling around inside of you.
1: Instead of our plugs. This is an appropriate <laughs> sign off to our podcast that has nothing to do
0: with writing
1: or film.